Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to Obicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you latest insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this episode, I'm joined by Dr. Tim Keady to discuss the effect of autumn shearing on the performance of yews, yew lambs, and store and finishing lambs. Tim takes us through the results of many studies conducted in the area, examining fertility traits, subsequent progeny performance, growth rate, and carcass gain. Tim outlines what the measurable gains are and dispels some of the perceived performance benefits. Aside from the performance differences, we also discuss the management effects of shearing at this stage of the season. And we finish up with Tim's views on how late in the season he will consider shearing. We start off, however, with Tim discussing the cost of shearing versus return for wool at the moment and emphasising why it's important that producers get a benefit from shearing where possible. With current wool price, the value of a fleece of wool will only cover approximately 18% of the cost of shearing a yew. Consequently, for a farmer to get a return on their investment, they must look at other options to see what has the impact of time of year of shearing on increasing the productivity, particularly of their lambs. The choice of the shearing can be in standard time May, June, summer, shearing uh, prior to turning to, out to the ram or shearing at housing. Tim, just to come in with you a minute, like, you did highlight that we need to get a performance benefit for doing it. I suppose there is a number of perceived management benefits to it. There's perceived performance benefits to it. You've looked at this in a lot more detail in a number of studies in Chagask and indeed other colleagues have as well and outside of it. Just maybe if you take us through them for a moment, maybe we'll focus on the O's to start off with. We'll go to your lambs and finishing lambs okay. afterwards. If we change the season of shearing, we can either shear in the autumn or we can shear at the time of housing. If we take first aid, the biggest benefits that we recover from shearing at housing, but not a lot, most yews are in house short, uh, prior to Christmas. If the yews are shorn at housing, we've found from a number of studies that you have a positive effect on subsequent lamb birth, increasing by 0.6 of a kilo. And the heavier lambs at birth will grow faster and they'll be approximately 2.1 kilos heavier at the point of weaning. And that means that they'll be slaughtered at approximately two, two weeks younger age. Now, if we come back to this time of the year to shearing at housing, we found in our studies on farm that shearing at, shearing at autumn, prior, approximately one month prior to joining the ram, resulted in half the benefit in lamb birth weight that was obtained from shearing the yews at housing. There is, there is a bit of a suggestion out there that we see differences in litter size or pregnancy rate or fertility. You looked at that in a bit more detail. Yes, we looked at that in detail and we found in our study here, and this would tie in with studies undertaken in other countries, that shearing prior to joining, approximately one month prior to joining the ram, had no beneficial effect on the litter size, which is prolificity, or on fertility, i.e. reducing the number of barren yews in the flock. So shearing at autumn had no beneficial effect on improving litter size or the number of lambs where per you joined. So, so the effect, again, we're, we're seeing half of that benefit do we see a winter shearing, but the effect, the effect is, on, is on the lamb performance, on birth rate and subsequent lamb performance we're seeing as That's opposed right. to fertility That's rates. But the, I suppose from a farmer's point of view, the main benefit from shearing uh, at this time of the year is that the yews will be in one big flock. They won't have to separate the lambs prior to shearing and that they can get a job out of their ways in a normally in a relatively quiet time of the year, and that would probably be typical tip would be applicable particularly to people that don't house their yews a uh, hundred days prior to lambing and may only house either one month prior to lambing or lamb outdoors next next autumn next spring. 
So you have a bit more flexibility than winter shearing, and I suppose you're a bit more covered in a turnout as well. That's correct, yes. So in the O's, basically that effect is mediated during pregnancy. In your lambs, Tim, just to keep the breeding flock in focus, we see flocks that typically shear in May or June, standard time of year, but choose to shear the old lambs at this stage of the year. From a performance point of view, is there any difference in doing it at this stage of the year as opposed to leaving them unshorn? The simple answer to that question is no. And I based that on a number of studies that were t- undertaken back in the early 90s in uh, Athenry and at Belclair, and also studies that you were involved yourself with, Kieran, with us uh, in, a, in the Better Farm programme about uh, eight years ago, where we found when we sure your lambs that we had no beneficial effect either on litter size or with no beneficial effect on increasing new lamb fertility, in other words, reducing the number of barn new lambs. So whilst we showed them, there was no beneficial effect in animal productivity or uh, in lamb performance. Just when we come with lamb performance, like the whole idea of shearing store lambs, again, if we maybe just stay to the performance point of view, there's a strong perception out there that they thrive better, they flesh better, um, we get an increase in performance and they eat more. You've looked at that in detail too, and I know some ongoing work on that at the moment is still looking at aspects of that in hill lambs as well. Does that materialise? If you uh, part, part of what you say is correct and part of what you say is incorrect. We undertook a study uh, a number of years ago where we had uh, 264 lambs. We offered them 10 different diets varying a level of concentrate. We found that whether you shore them or didn't shore them, there was no interaction with the type of diet that they were offered. To cut a long story short, on average, shearing the store lambs during the finishing period uh, had increased uh, food intake by 7%. But you're not rewarded for how much the lamb consumes, you're rewarded for the animal performance in terms of carcass gain. And we found that there was no beneficial effect whatsoever from shearing lambs during the store lambs for finishing uh, indoors. There was no beneficial effect on carcass weight on carcass gain, but actually you reduce the efficiency of utilization of metabolizable energy. In other words, the grams of carcass produced per megajoule of ME intake was reduced by 8% if you shore the lambs. What that means is it took more food and more energy intake to give you the same level of carcass gain as the lambs that weren't shorted. So the the thing is that if you do shear, uh, the cost of shearing, the wool will not cover it you're not going to get an increase in carcass gain, so you have to get your benefit to recover to, to, to recover the additional cost. You won't have to get the benefits from elsewhere in the system. So, again, like as you clearly indicate, they do eat more, but we're losing that for heat loss and different things. So, from a man, we're back to the management benefits of it then. So, I suppose you could throw out blow fly control, you could throw out animals not getting caught. Um, it's relying essentially on that, from your point of view, and even additional... Um, space during housing, it's them benefits we have to get from it to justify the cost of it at this stage of the year. Yes, they're the benefits you have to get from it. And also, if people were buying in store lambs for finishing indoor, often they wouldn't be shearing them until uh, 8 October, November, November when they've gone into the shed. And in that kind of situation, the only way you can get a potential benefit is if you can increase the number of animals in a given area. Okay. And also, the restriction on that will depend on the type of diet you're feeding the animals that if they're, being, if they're getting ad-lib concentrate, you don't need the same amount of feed space. But if they're getting a set amount of concentrate, then all the animals are going to have to feed the same feed space anyways. 
Tim, maybe just one final aspect of it. Like we've seen difficult weather in the last couple of weeks. It's been very wet. It hasn't been ideal weather for shearing, but it does also raise the question, how late would you go with either shearing lambs or shearing ewes, especially ewes prior to topping? Any insight in that? Yes, a small bit of insight. I suppose the biggest constraint is the day you're planning to join the yews with the ram. And ideally, you'd like to have the yews short in approximately three to four weeks prior to joining. Also, it would be necessary to have the yews dry prior to shearing so that the wool is dry. But more importantly, I would like the yews to be dry for 24 or 48 hours post-shearing, particularly if there's cold weather coming, because it's not temperature per se that's important, but it's drafts that may have a negative impact. Also, I think at that time, your sheep are normally being flushed or will have access to good quality pastures. And it's important that they have access to good, plenty of grass so that if they need to increase their intake for production of heat, to maintain heat, body heat, then that they've got the food or the grass to graze and they can maintain, increase their food intake to maintain body temperature. Principles will be similar again if you're to consider and store lambs. Um, yes. And again, as you said, look, it depends on how late you go. It depends on the weather, but you're kind of looking, I suppose, mid-September, are you? If you're not probably going into a house scenario? Probably mid-September to late September. And I think also that as we started off in the beginning of this interview, that because the price of the wool or the value of the wool only covers about 18% of the cost of shearing, that we need to look at alternative times of the year to try to recover our investment. And as I said earlier on, the greater chance of increasing animal performance through lamb birth weight and subsequent weaning weight actually occurs uh, at shearing at housing. So for farmers that are, house, that are housing the oats uh, prior to Christmas or shortly after Christmas, they should ser- seriously consider shearing at the end of the year rather than autumn shearing or shearing in the middle of summer. Tim, always good to catch up with you. Thanks again. Take care, Kieran. Bye. Plenty as always to consider from Tim. He's done a lot of work in the area. The performance benefit from shearing at this stage of the season is really in yews and it's expressed in the progeny the following year. So we see about half the benefit that we get from winter shearing if we shear the yews now in the autumn. Certainly gives us a bit more flexibility. We, don't, we haven't seen any big performance differences in any other class of stock being shown this time of the year. Has management benefits, as Tim alluded to, and certainly that needs to be weighed up and see how does it fit into your own system. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for any updates from the Sheep Programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page of Chaga Sheep. Don't forget to subscribe, tune in to future episodes and listen back to previous ones. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Hope you can again soon. <laughs>